insulin and growth hormone. This is Coach Steve from Dr. Tony Huge. And in a previous video, we went over medical usages, medical dosage and protocol according to doctor's recommendation. We're going to now contrast that with Coach Steve's actual use as a coach and reflecting his blood work and everything he does mm -hmm. to stay healthy because his priority is not just the aesthetics and the performance, but also long-term health and longevity. Right. So I want to know how you, as a bodybuilder, mm -hmm. use well, use drugs like this, prescription mm -hmm. medications, yeah. to build muscle, increase performance while still balancing your health. Right. Um, well, insulin you would use um, to kind of absorb the carbs, right? But you would also need a blood sugar monitor to see if your blood sugar doesn't go out of control or too low. So I was doing a, basically a bulk, yeah, clean bulk, only clean food, and then I was using insulin to drive part of those carbohydrates into my muscle while basically as a, as a way to support my pancreas because I was eating 700 grams of carbs, sometimes 800, sometimes 900, depending on which body part I was eating. This is in conjunction with anabolics, too. Right. This is on top of anabolics. Right. So this is on top of a decan Q cycle. Um, so when you're eating just so much carbs per day, you, your pancreas might, you know, the beta cells might tire out a little bit. So I was using insulin as a supplement to support my pancreas uh, as production of insulin. So let's say I have a meal with 100 carbs, I would take 5 units of insulin okay? instead of the recommended 10 units of insulin per uh, 100 carbs or 1 unit per 10 grams of carbs. So you're using it almost like a diabetic. You're not, you're not, you're not necessarily like post-workout, pre-workout, uh, cram it all in. No. You're using it with each large carb meal. Each, each meal, yeah. So right. that means uh, I didn't go over 35 uh, units of insulin. Even on the other days I was using 900 carbs because that was with a load of high brands uh, chain cyclodextrins pre-workout, um, but on those other days, I would, you know, I would just supplement five units of insulin per 100 grams of carbs, and then if you, if I had, you know, seven meals per day, I would take insulin five times per day. What type of insulin? This is all Humalog. So Humalog is the fastest, the called rapid-acting mm -hmm. insulin, so yep. that only lasts like three hours, right? Four. Four hours. Yeah. All right. Four in a day. And uh, what about for if you had carbs? No, you had you have fat during dinner, so you don't need a lot of carbs for dinner. So you don't no, need so, the so I would I would train in the morning. So I had one uh, one meal before the workout, and then usually five or six meals afterwards. Um, of course, I wasn't I was eating the majority of my carbs earlier in the day than later in the day. So maybe a pre workout meal would be 150 grams of carbs. A post workout meal also 150 grams of carbs, and then uh, 125, 175, something like that. For example, yeah, and then I would eat. Uh, my fat meal before bed when there's no insulin in my system anymore. No exogenous insulin yeah, because the pancreas, of course, was still kicking out insulin to compensate for all the carbs that I was eating. Um, so I would take more insulin in the morning around uh, the workout, and then later in the day I would kind of taper off. How about growth hormone protocol? Uh, growth hormone, I would take with each insulin shot, I would take a little bit of growth hormone. I was using nortitropin, uh, so that's pharmaceutical grade uh, GH, and then I would take um, usually about one unit for the first four times that I was taking insulin. Yeah. So we've got the amine style, we call it the amine style mm -hmm. insulin growth hormone protocol, which is small amounts through the day, and then we've got mm -hmm. the Milo Sarship, which is like blasting it all uh, pre-workout yeah. and pre-workout. Mm -hmm. So you're more on the amine side, which is the, right, the smaller like dosages more frequently. Just, just steady, just to support your, your pancreas. Um, 
Oh, the growth hormone also does. Also right, does also falls in because you use the growth hormone insulin together, you get a little bit of IGF conversion. And that way you can increase your IGF levels throughout the day as well, which aids in recovery, of course, especially with all the food that I was eating. Um, personally, since we're, we're in Thailand and I train in a gym a bit where it's, there's no air conditioning, I I'm not in favor of the Niels protocol because all those carbs, like, like 200 grams of simple sugars with insulin pre-workout, would raise my body temperature so high that I wouldn't be able to finish the workout because I would just overheat. Right. So I, I physically I wouldn't be able to do it. Maybe if I train in a country where it's a little colder, I will be able to do it. But I've been here so long that I never felt the need to try that that Milos protocol. All right. No. Anything else about the protocol? Um, no. I, in the beginning, I was testing my blood sugars be after two hours after each meal to make sure that I was still below 130. I was, Testing my blood sugars every day so I didn't go over 100. If I went over 100 um, that day, I wouldn't eat any carbs. So do like a, a no carb day. Um, add a little bit of fish oil and, and some other things that insulin uh, or sensitizes your insulin uh, receptors. Um, maybe some metformin uh, before bed. I would check my blood sugar the next day. Usually it would be about 80. And then I would load the carbs in again. Right? And I would do that incrementally throughout the six, seven weeks of uh, bulking. All right. Well, thank you for sharing how you use bodybuilding uh, protocol of insulin and growth hormone while still maintaining health and longevity. We swallow swallow friends of freedom pioneers of human evolution.